This episode of LIW The Walking Dead Reviews brought to you by Pumpkin Pie. Pumpkin Pie, the most overrated pie in the world. Seriously, it's gross. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens! Welcome to LIW The Walking Dead Review, episode 103. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 801 Mercy. Uh, mercy. I don't know why it's called that at all. There's no mercy in this. They don't ask for mercy. I, I, I don't understand the title of this. I, I, maybe someone can explain it to me. I don't have a problem with the title. It's just, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I have no idea why it's called that. So this one... Um, this is the beginning of season eight, obviously, because it's 801. I previously did my 800 episode, the Behind the Dead special, as well as, I'm going to stop talking directly right into the mic because it's popping my peas. I'm, uh, I did that, and I also did the season eight predictions. In that prediction, I said there would be a couple little skirmishes here that I think, I thought they were going to avoid, or kind of, uh, I guess, delay the war. I was wrong about that. They did have the little skirmishes, but they are just fully going on into it. Thank fucking Christ they are. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> I really am. I feel like they're actually listening to people. Uh, not, I, don't, I really don't think they're listening to my show, obviously. But I, I think they're uh, responding to criticism about the show. And, and not this, you know, whatever criticism. It is valid criticism about how slow this show can move. And how much they just waste time until these key episodes. Like I said, the first episode, the last episode for the break, the first episode when it comes back from the break, and then the last episode are really the only ones that matter in the season. So you get four out of 16. You get a fucking quarter of your episodes that actually matter. The rest of the time is just filler. They kick right into gear in this episode. It uh, starts off... And, and first of all, let me say before I start the actual episode, I am going to reveal a comic... Uh, spoilers, I guess. It's from uh, many chapters back, the All Out War. So if you haven't read that and you plan on it, don't listen any further. I'm going to keep keep, uh, keep talking about it throughout this episode. So just go catch up. It is worthwhile. The All Out War is a great, great section of the comic. It's uh, it's also available in just black and white, kind of like a, yeah, what do you want to call it? Uh, I don't want to say animatics, but it's not far away. It's just not colorized at all or not filled in. It's just kind of like the, the pencil sketches. It, it's really cool. It's uh, even the front cover looks like that. It's a uh, I checked that out. Anyway, um, so I'm going to talk about that at length, or not not at length, but uh, describing what happens in there and then how the comic kind of goes about it. It doesn't necessarily mean the show's going to do that. It's just I'm just going to be presenting my theories how the show's going to flow from here. So if you want to read the comics, go ahead and catch up and then you know listen back because I will be discussing it throughout this season here of The Walking Dead. So I highly recommend catching up. Anyway, with that being said, this one starts off. Um, that was your warning. Go ahead and click off now. Leave. Go away. Uh, off with ye. Anyway, this one starts off. You see like a cane resting against the wall. You see a bed. It looks like a hospital bed. Some flowers there. You, some some shit has happened. Someone's resting up. You know, getting getting healed. Going through a healing process of sorts. You don't really see much. And obviously, if you read the comic and you know what happens, Rick um, fights Negan. 
He defeats Negan. Negan snaps his leg in half at the knee or somewhere close to that. It's fucking brutal. I've had my leg, I've had my knee dislocated. It is goddamn awful. Takes forever to overcome it. It's been like three or four years for me, and it's uh, finally healed up for the most part. It hurts from time to time, but knee injuries don't fuck around. The uh, point is, though, it makes you go, oh, are they doing that? Are they like... You know, I assume they're flash forwarding to after the war at this point, and I was like, "Oh, I bet they're going to tease that throughout the season." And here, and then they don't; they just fall on show it. Anyway, uh, we see Rick; he's doing a speech on top of a truck. He's a, uh, you know, corralling the the troops here. It's him, and it's a uh, what's the fucking name? Or Maggie, and then it's uh, Ezekiel. They're all doing little speeches there to to get their troops, you know. Like, march forward. We won't give up. Yes. I don't know why they're Bane. We will defeat them. Yes. We'll, Gotham will be ours. They're doing that whole thing. And then uh, we see Carol and Tara. They're on a bridge. They're kind of scoping out some shit. We don't know what the hell they're doing. They show the cane and then the bed and the flowers again. And then they, they actually show Rick. He's got a beard, which he has in the comic after the war. And uh, he has this super creepy haircut that it, it looks goddamn disgusting. I can't stand that haircut that they gave him. It looks terrible. That's all I can say. They show uh, a graveyard, and they, they, you know, we see Rick there. We assume it's um, because of the timeline. We we assume it's because of Sasha's grave. I I would have to assume that's what it was. Um, even though we see them take Sasha out into the woods to kill. I don't know. Anyway, so it could be afterwards. Could be right after, but his leg is fine, so it's probably not that. And then they zoom in on kind of another shot of Rick, and he has these red eyes, and he's crying, and it looks like he's going through a bu- bunch of pain. Um, I'll get there in a moment here. Um, they And then it cuts to a scene that I watched on my phone, and I had the sound down. So it was just a scene of Carl walking around, uh, these bunch of abandoned cars, and like uh, outside, and I was like, well, this is really boring. He's just wandering forever. And I feel like it was shorter in the episode than it was in the kind of the teaser release. And I also heard noises and someone talking, and I didn't hear that in my phone. And I was like, okay, there's someone there. I, did. I was curious why he kept, like, pulling a gun and, like, walking around. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't hear anything. It was just poor poor sound on my phone there. I didn't hear it. Anyway, uh, this guy comes out, and he keeps, like, whispering, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm here, but I don't, I don't wish you any, any danger. Some, some rambling nonsense. Rick shoots at the, at the air to scare him off. The guy runs off. And then... But Carl has, in this shot, Carl has his gun pulled out, aiming it at the guy or toward the guy. And then uh, he hears the gunshot, and the guy runs off, and then Carl looks at his gun like he's unsure if it fired. Like, what? That wasn't me. It was the stupidest thing ever. It was like a, a silent movie. Like, I got to look at my, I have to look at my gun so the audience knows it wasn't me. I know it's not me. Did my gun go off on accident? What? Like, he doesn't know how to handle a goddamn gun at this point. It was so weird and unnecessary. Um, again, obviously that's me nitpicking. I understand that, but it was so weird. It didn't need to be in there. It didn't, it just (laughs) made me, made me think like, is Carl really stupid and doesn't know how to work a goddamn gun? And let me say this about Carl real quick. Uh, cut your goddamn hair. And I don't say that because he's young. I say it because he looks fucking stupid. He has stupid hair. He looks ridiculous. And and I thought it might've been a wig, but I saw the the behind the scenes episode, the, the 800 behind the dead. He had that, the actor himself has the goddamn hair, unless he kept the fucking wig on for his, for his interview, because they didn't want to take it off. Uh, I think it's his real hair. Uh, cut it. Cut that shit. It's stupid looking. It is uh, disgusting. It doesn't look good. Anyway, and it doesn't fit in this world. It's just blinding your goddamn vision. Uh, anyway, so 
we see Daryl, we see Morgan. They're killing a bunch of savior spots. They have a list there, and they're they're basically going out there and they're killing like these. The saviors have these guys posted up to keep an eye on Rick's men, and they're killing them one at a time. Pretty cool scene. Uh, not much to it, but I, I like watching it. It was cool. I like that they didn't really provide any sort of information behind it. It was just like you see a close-up insert shot of a list. Someone's crossing them out. I assume it's Daryl. And then they're killing them one at a time. We see uh, Judith. She's a goddamn toddler now on the steps. And I'm like, holy shit. I guess we're we're later now. <laughs> I guess it's been a while since the last episode. And then uh, Rick and Michonne start to make out. And then Carl walks up. And Rick goes over to Carl. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Oh, I thought he was going to make out with his son. But he just kind of hugs him. And uh, it was so weird. I was like, is he going to fucking just full-on make out, play tongue hockey with his son? So weird. Didn't, obviously, because that wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't be very strange. The show would have taken a very abrupt twist at that point. He, uh, he, he's Carl, I'm sorry, Carl saying goodbye to Rick. Rick's like, it's going to be the end of it all. And then he leaves in a truck, and uh, all these cars follow him. They all have, like, uh, walls, I guess is a good way to describe it. Like I don't want to say super glue, but like probably screwed into the side of their cars, kind of like protection. You could tell they're going to go like set up a defense there, so that you know they can't see how many people are there, whoever they're shooting at, whoever they're attacking. And uh, it's pretty cool looking. It makes sense. They put a lot of work into it. Uh, I thought it was really later. I was like, oh, Judith is all grown up now, but I guess that's what she was because it wasn't much later because Rosita still has. Her little bandage over her wound from getting shot earlier by, by Negan and, and all them. Um, or by, uh, what's his fucking, I forget who shot her. Was it uh, Spencer? Did he shoot her? Or did, I think she pulled a knife on Negan and, and hit Lucille and someone shot her. Anyway, who fucking cares? Anyway, she still has the goddamn bandage, so it can't be that much later because it's still like a fresh wound to her. So weird. I, I can't figure out the timeline here. Anyway. Rick uh, sneaks up on a guy, and he stabs him, and then he just stabs him in the stomach and walks over to his, his stuff to go through it, and the guy's just like, oh, what are you doing, Rick? What are you doing? It reminded me of a, just saying that reminded me of a Rick and Morty. Oh, what are you doing, Rick? And he's just like, come on, come on what do you think you're going to do? What are you going to accomplish here? We know, we know where you are. And the guy has a, like, half-charred zombie tied to a rope or some sort of a cable. So weird, and, but the guy's like berating Rick, and then Rick's like, I think Rick, they're making Rick super cruel this year because he walks over and he cuts the wire loose on the zombie and just makes the zombie so he eats the guy. I think they're making him super cruel to get to the peace-loving Rick later on because after he defeats Negan in the comic, he just becomes like a super fucking pussy. He doesn't want to be a leader anymore. He even mentions that in this episode. He's like, he says to Maggie later on, he's like, maybe you'll be the leader. I can follow you. I can't, can't wait. And then... uh. I think that's what they're setting up, that he's going to be super goddamn vicious this season until he defeats Negan. So that it makes sense when he's like, all right, no more. Like, this shit has to end. It has to end. It's going to be an interesting season. I am I am fairly excited for it. Um, they, uh, <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard because they all meet up together, all the different camps, like the, the uh, not, I must say Sanctuary, obviously not them. The Hilltop, the um, Kingdom, and then Alexandria, they all meet up together. And I'm like, this looks like a goddamn Ren Fest, like a, a goddamn Renaissance Festival, because all the guys from the Kingdom have, like, hockey pads on. They look they look ludicrous. It's, it's just uh, way over the top. It doesn't look like a, a real war at all. It looks like they're playing war. Like, they're, 
they're reenacting some war with a low budget, so they all have hockey equipment instead of the actual like swords and stuff. I don't know. It's very strange. They're uh, um, Ezekiel's doing another speech there, and then he's like, he's talking to Rick, and he's like, "We're gonna defeat them as sure as the day defeats the night." And I'm like, but then when it gets later in the day, the night defeats the day again. Okay, I, I get what you're saying, but don't say something that's very uh, cyclical. Something that happens both ways every single day it, it doesn't make any sense it doesn't it doesn't sound like a victory one it just means you're gonna get defeated later on it, you know what i mean it just uh it's a, come up with a better saying so something that has actually like uh has some sort of finality to it but just the day defeating the night doesn't last that long because it ends by the end of the day it's just uh you could say that as soon as the night defeats the day and it makes just as much sense so what the fuck are you doing like it does it when when your example is, if you reverse your example and it still makes sense, that's a shitty example. It really is. Anyway, um, all these cars show up at the sanctuary, the ones with the, the walls on them. They wait for Negan. Negan comes out just by himself, and I'm like, yeah, there you go. Just shoot him. Shoot him right now, and you're done. And then uh, he's just like, why don't you guys leave? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not ready for a war. And then uh, they flash forward again to Rick on a cane, and he's walking around, and it feels like this dream sequence. And this is one I wanted to get to. It, it's all like uh, super blown out, like the lighting's way too bright. It just has that feeling of a dream. And I was like, are they doing... Okay, they're doing one of two things. I think it's two, maybe three. One of two things. A, they're just flash-forwarding to show you what happens later on, to tease you a little bit, so that if you know if this happens, you know, fans of the comic, they're like, here you go, this is going to happen. You know where it's going, but people who are watching casually don't. But here's what we're doing, or this is actually a dream sequence when he's when he's uh just he's envisioning this future, and it's not really gonna happen because that's why it looks like a dream. It's just a kind of a made up kind of a seeing something before you die sort of thing, and and that brings me to my third theory. There, there was three. Is this they're teasing fans, and both of those are tied together here. They're teasing fans by showing him with the red eyes, and it looks like he's all like just got severely fucked up. I assume it was like his when his leg was broken, and they're making it like, oh, this is on his head, sort of dream dream sequence. But really, it's gonna happen. It just they're making it seem like a dream sequence, and like he's like you. Oh, is Rick dying? Like the casual fans are gonna be like, is Rick dying? Oh my god, I think that's what they're more they're going for. But really, if you just read the comics, they're just flash forwarding. Really, they're just showing what happens after the war. They're showing both at once. I don't think they're hiding it at this point. I think that's what they're doing. I, I like this. I'm glad that I hope they don't pull a fucking trick out and do something stupid. If they pull a trick, just make it work. Don't make it stupid. I'm not going to buy that it's all in his goddamn mind right here. It just make it happen or don't. I don't. I don't. Necess- I don't need a a stupid uh, dream sequence happening the the whole goddamn season. Uh, anyway, the um, Gregory's there. He shows up at the sanctuary and he's like, "Oh, I, I made a deal. Anybody who lives with the at hilltop is is with a uh, Negan. We we, are, we declare our allegiance to Negan." And Negan's like, "That's right." And and he kind of like coaching him. He's like, "And what else?" And Gregory's like, "And anyone else here from the hilltop, if you don't leave, you'll be banished. Your families will be banished. You'll be left to defend on your own, or fend for yourselves." And he's like, "And what else?" And he's like, "Or if you leave right now, you'll be fine." And then nobody leaves. Even uh, Maggie's like, "Fuck that guy! I'm in charge." <laughs> like the hilltop fights. And then they, Negan's just like, "What the fuck good are you?" And he kind of throws him down the stairs. 
And then uh, a uh, car starts to drive by. They freak out. Uh, Morgan freaks out because he thinks this uh, uh, a car is going to set off this explosive. I'm sorry, a zombie's going to set off the explosive. He goes and kills a zombie. This car starts to drive by. It's like a trip wire. It blows the cars up, all of these. And then when they hear that, at the sanctuary, they start to have this, this big gun battle. Everyone's shooting at each other. It seems like nobody's dying. At the same time, uh, similar to, I think it's season five, they're leading a horde of zombies with Daryl on the motorcycle, and he's just, like, leading them, and he keeps shooting these explosive bullets. He, he, I couldn't follow this scene because he, he's shooting this shotgun with explosive bullets, but he's leading this gang of, uh, this group, this horde of zombies, and, the, you know, they're zombies. They're walking real slow. But he looks like he's going 40 miles an hour and not stopping. And I'm like, how are they constantly right behind him? Did they, are they doing, like, a fucking army run? Like, we don't know, but we've been told. And then it's, like, running behind. I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Like, they're keeping up with him. It doesn't make any sense. Does he have to keep, like, circling back? They just didn't show it at all. Anyway, he's leading them there. Um, let's see. They, everybody flees. Negan starts to get shot at by Rick, and he gets he starts to hide. And then they all go to leave with Rick, and Gabriel's like, "It's not about you." And he's like, "That's right." And they get in the truck. Gabriel sees that Gregory's sitting on the ground outside. He's like, "Fuck!" And he goes and gets him. And and uh, they they're like, "We'll wait this out one more moment here." And then Gregory's a pussy, so he runs into the truck and leaves. Um, and then we have this overhead shot. It's pretty cool. It reminds me of the prison scenes. He. They all the zombies are attacking at this point. They go into the sanctuary. They start to invade. Um, Gabriel runs into a shed because it's the only place he can really go because he's completely surrounded at this point. He goes in there and Negan's in there and he has his uh, his classic line from the comic where he's like, "Did you bring your shitting pants?" And Gabriel's like, "What?" He goes, "Your shitting pants," because you should be shitting your pants right about now. And he's like, "Gabriel, maybe just uh, shoot the guy right now. Just shoot him, and the war's pretty much over." I mean, they're all Negan, they say, but I don't think they would have fought. Like, once, once Negan's dead and they realize they're goddamn hopeless and they realize these people aren't going to kill them just willingly, I think that would be it, really. Just go ahead and shoot the guy in the goddamn face and have this be over here. But no, they're not going to do that, obviously. Anyway, uh, the flash forward again is Judith is older. She's like a full-on toddler running around speaking lines of English dialogue, as they call it, and, uh, and, and nobody ever. They, but she's running around. I'm like, oh, she's all old. And then we have a bearded uh, Rick with a marine haircut. It's fucking stupid looking hair. Um, and then they cut back to Rick with the red eyes. And this is when I was like, really like, okay, they're making it seem like it's a dream sequence, like a dying dream, kind of an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. I realize I'm making like a 75 year old reference, but it's go watch that. It's a it's a great little short there. They also turn it into a Twilight Zone episode. There's a little crossover for us, so we'll get to that in the LAW Twilight Zone review. But. Uh, it's a really cool shot. I like the shots. I like the episode. It was a pretty good episode. I like what they're doing with the going back and forth. I feel like they're just kind of sprinkling in there very, very slightly. And then the, I was confused because then they ended it, ended it again with the Rick speech on the, on the truck there. Just like, you know, we're going to win this one. We're going to end this right now. And that's what we're going to do. Oh, fellow citizens. Like, I'm going to keep going. But it, it was a speech again. And I'm like, okay, so they're kind of setting up that the war is happening. They're going back and forth a little too much here. I didn't, I didn't need that last shot of the speech. It didn't add anything. But um, are they doing a, the speech is happening, but the war hasn't really begun? Are they doing, I think they might be cutting back and forth now from here on, you know, for a couple more episodes of 
them setting up for the war, kind of things that have happened in the interim between the last episode and this one, how the war started. I think they're going to slow down again, just because I feel like that's what The Walking Dead does. But I was impressed with the pace of this episode. I feel like they had to keep their fan base by having this episode be the way it was. I really feel like their, their backs were up against the wall with this one. And thank fucking Christ that they felt that pressure. Uh, it is made for such a better episode. But I feel like from now they're going to slow down here. They're not going to continue with this war. Because if they did, it would be over in a few episodes. And uh, what, what would the rest of the season be? I understand that. I'm not Again, when I mentioned the last episode, I think this season is going to be the war. I wasn't really complaining. I understand that it kind of needs to be. So I don't think they're going to you know, keep their, their foot in the pedal here. Maybe it's possible they end the war at the, at the mid-season finale or at the episode when it comes back, and then they have the after the war, um, Rick with the Marine cut and the, and the cane. It's possible, but I doubt it. Um, I, I like the war. I like what they're doing with it. I hope they keep it up, keep up the good work there with the pacing. Uh, again, I mentioned whenever I do the Fear the Walking Dead review, I say Fear the Walking Dead is much better at cutting between different uh, scenes. And by scenes, I mean different characters in different locations. They they're really good about that. They they rarely ever. They did have two episodes last this past season where they focused just on some characters instead of others. But they're, they for the most part, they're really good at going back and forth, like showing what they're doing and tying them together if they if they can. And if they didn't tie it together, it still worked. But they would go back and forth, and then. But I feel like The Walking Dead is just like we're gonna show us a whole episode about Tara talking to some fucking lesbian camp in the woods. That's what we're going to do. I don't know why they're lesbians. This is uh, better for me in my mind. But that's the whole episode. I'm like, they're not very good at cutting between times or, or characters if they're not in the same location together. They tend to, to want to save money or to want to extend the season or, some, you know, what, 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 whatever it may be. They tend to not do it. This episode was a really good example of how they can do it. If they keep doing shit like this, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to be a great season. I am excited for the first time in a long time. I don't want to keep rambling on about this, you know, how the flowing works, but I am going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm just going to get out of here. Sorry, I had a hiccup there. The uh, point is, I'm, I'm excited. That's all I was trying to get to. I, I want to see what happens from here. I really do. Uh, today's Saturday. I waited a while to do this episode. I just had other shit coming up. But... Check out liwstudios.com. The letter L, the letter I, the letter W, studios.com. Go there. All the shows are on there. We have the this, this show here, The Walking Dead Review, American Horror Story Review, Shitty Movie Showdown, where we just watch shitty movies and make fun of them. It's a video show. Americant, which is my sketch comedy show. Um, lots of other shows. Hack from the Future. It's a, a direct-to-camera testimonial from the future. It's uh, they, I, re, I reveal. It's like we, we, they just showed up on my feed one day. Videos from the future. I don't know. I don't know when I make them or if the year shows up, but you'll you'll figure it out. Watch the show. There's only four episodes so far. Anyway, um, lots of shows on there. Um, in the meantime, uh, I will. I don't know what I'm saying here. I started to say like halfway through my little closing phase there, and it phrase. Anyway, oh, holy shit, my my mind is blown here. I, I'm gonna head out. Seriously, <laughs> go to lawstudios.com, YouTube.com/slash Lloyd Wonderland. And check us out on Twitter, LAW Studios, Instagram, LAW Studios. I'm Phoenix West on PHXWST on Instagram, Phoenix West on Twitter, um, Facebook, Phoenix West, Facebook, Loitering Wonderland. Land. There's a lot of different things I could say. Who gives a shit? Go check them out if you're going to. If not, who gives a shit? And if uh, you're just tuning back in for the, for the uh, comic uh, spoilers I gave, 
I don't know how you knew how to show up here. I didn't tell you. That's kind of weird. I don't know why you would make that assumption that right now I would be coming back with that. But, you know, kudos to you because you're right. Anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.